This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Dear friend, today's program was made with you in mind. We have for you the heart of the church, pillow talk, good music, and present truth. Please stay with us. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, our dear and cherished friend. You are welcome once again to your own program, The Heart of the Church. We have been looking at interpreting scripture for the whole quarter. And uh, we've been seeing some topics from last week, uh, the uniqueness of scripture, unto this week where we saw the origin and the nature of God's word. We are going through the various sub-themes or sub-topics in this week. And today being Friday, we're going to put together all we have done as a review of uh, the entire study. I still have my friends uh, faithful with me here. Uh, I have my brother, Frank Pukubuahe, and my sister, Gloria Sembafo. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Emmanuel Lai. And before we start, as usual, we'll ask Gloria to pray with us. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for bringing this whole week's lesson to a close. We ask that you teach us what we need to know from your word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This week's lesson has been interesting, with interesting captions for the various sub-themes. We have seen uh, uh, understanding the Bible itself, correlation between Christ and the Bible, understanding it in faith. I, I want us to take the topics one by one, and then we can delve into them a bit. So we'll start with you, Frank. What happened on, on Saturday? On Saturday, which is giving us the main theme for the week, the origin and nature of the Bible, it is trying to draw our attention to the fact that we need to understand the origin of the Bible and the features of the Bible in order to give a good interpretation of the Bible. Interesting, interesting. And Gloria, what happened on Monday? On Monday, we were oh, told... Oh, should I say Sunday instead? Sorry. Sunday, yes. yes. <laughs> About the divine revelation, yes, divine revelation of the Bible. That the Bible has as it entails revelation of hidden mysteries that are not open to humans as we are but it takes a divine being to reveal them unto us and we can only find such divine revelation in the word of god interesting i think that's what brought us to the process itself the process of scripture and uh, if you can take us through uh, frank quickly now we came to realize that the scripture though inspired god used human agents in getting it through other human beings and so God used human agents to get his word to other human beings. So then we can also talk about the fact that the word of God has been written down for us to keep or to help us keep it in memory, to transfer it from one generation to another, and also to make sure that it is always safe and intact and also be able to transfer it. So looking at the process of inspiration to the fact that the word of God has been written down. All these are important themes about the nature of the Bible. Yeah, I think that brought us to the topic, the the word being written down, the written word of God, and the importance of the word being written. I think you have some very interesting points there. Mm, 
Yes, yes. That uh, God in his own wisdom saw that by having the word written down, it mm. provided that reliable and trustworthy source okay. for okay. manner for its transmission mm-hmm. and that when it's written down it makes for constant uh, reference it allows for um, easy accessibility to all it transmits from geographical locations it affords one the opportunity to even what even if one cannot read one can also read and then transmit that orally to others because it has all these advantages and God willing that we have the full advantage of his word written down. He made his uh, authors write them down for us. Interesting, interesting. And so brings us to the parallel between the word and Christ, as the scriptures and Christ. And I think that was a very sensitive topic because we wanted to see the nature of Christ and the nature of his word. What did you have to say about that, Frank? Uh, we saw that God is divine. Jesus Christ is divine. In the same way, his word is divine. Jesus Christ lived with us as human being. On earth here, his word is living with us here on earth. Then again, we also saw that just as the word of God takes divine and human forms, for instance, the process of the transmission was in, involved human agencies. In the same way, the birth of Christ involved human agencies. And so looking at that, we see that Christ compares very well with the scripture. But we should not forget that even though Christ compares, compares very well with the scripture, Jesus Christ is no book. Okay. But then it helps us to understand him, Christ, and who he is and what he is doing for us. With the issue of understanding, I think that will make us look at understanding God's word by faith. Because we see Christ, we see the word, we take everything together, but then comes the issue of faith. What was our study on the issue of understanding God's word by faith? Yes, that without faith, we wouldn't even accept whatever is written in God's word okay. as the truth. And it is that faith that gives us that um, opportunity to approach the word with that submission. Because if you have faith, like with the faith of total surrender of a child, when a child has faith, or trust the adults. That child trusts that anything can be accomplished by that adult. If we approach the word of God with that faith, then we will be able to accept its words, which can also transform our lives. Interesting. It has been interesting all along. And we are looking at the very summary of all that we have done so far. An essential point uh, that we saw is to the fact that if we have scripture and we don't have faith, and also not just faith, but a foundation of scripture basing our faith upon, then we, we, we are heading nowhere. We only have what we are reading, like every other book. Uh, I want us to put it in perspective. What is the role of our faith in the scripture that we read? Frank, can you help us with that? Yeah. It is essential that we have faith in the Bible. It is because of the faith that we will actually accept the authoritative source of the Bible. And it is also because of faith that we will accept Jesus Christ as the one who, as who he is, the foundation, the author and finisher of our faith. We have to also understand that, yes, the Bible has been given to us in the written form, but that one alone is not enough for us. We still need the Holy Spirit to guide us into all the truths that are hidden in the scripture. We still need the Holy Spirit to help us understand because we said earlier that 
the understanding comes from the author and the author has given us the Holy Spirit to guide us into all those truths. So it is very important that in as much as we have the written word with us, we also have to consult the Holy Spirit in order to get a very good understanding of the scripture. And then a quick one. When the Holy Spirit is allowed to minister unto us through his word, then we are told that then the word of God becomes a standard of character, the revealer of doctrines, and then the test of experience. It is then that we can say that it is in it that the nature of the scripture is revealed in us. You know, I was coming to that particular aspect. God reveals himself uh, in, in, in a very powerful way to us. But it, it cannot just end there. He needs us to now reveal him to others in our natures. And so I was going to ask you that question, but I think you ended it very nicely. What should people see in us that tells that we have accepted scripture as our basis of living, our basis of faith? What people should see in us is the Spirit of God. We are told here that, and since it was the Spirit of God that inspired the Bible, it is impossible that the teaching of the Spirit should ever be contrary to that of the Word. The Spirit goes along with the Word. So any Spirit, anything that we attribute to any Spirit that goes contrary to the Word is not actually not the Holy Spirit that helps us understand His Word. Frank, I think you want to add something. A quick one. The Spirit is there to illuminate us on these teachings that we are looking at. Mm-hmm. So when we have been illumined, we have come to the realization of these words. It is still the Spirit which will lead us to apply them. Because in our own strength, we have nothing. But the Spirit will empower us to also apply. This. That is why the Spirit is essential in studying the Word of God. Thank you so much, my my beloved friends, for coming. And you wonderful friend out there for also being part of the program. Uh, we are to live the exemplary life of Christ if we have accepted the word of God. That's what I think the bottom line of what we are we are looking at is. And so we are ending this week's study on that note. We hope to come your way again next week with another inspiring word of God. Uh, until we do so, ask uh, Frank to lead us in prayer so that what we've studied this week will impart upon our lives. Shall we pray? Holy God of our fathers, we are pleased that you have helped us in your study. All that we are asking that, revive your spirit in us, that all that we have studied, we'll be able to apply them in our lives and give us transformation in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And so we're coming your way next week again with God's wonderful word, wonderful study. This time we'll look at Jesus and the apostles' view of the Bible. Jesus and apostles' view of the Bible. Until we do so, my cherished friend, stay blessed.
friend we would like to receive your feedback so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine you can also email us at the address adventist world radio gh at gmail.com adventist world radio gh at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. This is Present Truth with your pastor, Charles Echamphodia. Let's bow down our heads and pray. O oh, Father in heaven, we are grateful unto you this day. We are about to listen to your voice, your sweet voice. Let us hear you speak to our hearing. 
In Jesus' name, amen. He is able. That is a caption for my sermon. He is able. Let's read the Bible text in John chapter 14, verse 14. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Many of us promise, and many of us want people to promise us, but mostly we are not able to fulfill them. Many people have promised us and they were not able to fulfill. Sometimes in marriages, somebody can tell you, I will love you till I die. But before you realize, the person will tell you, I don't love you anymore. Before the person marries, will tell you, please, I want to marry you. And the lady will say, okay, you can do so. Before the lady realizes, the man says, I don't love you anymore. Sometimes we tell our children, we will, we will take care of you. And before you realize, you're not able to do it. Sometimes due to financial constraints and other things. We promise and we fail. We promise and we fail. But we have Jesus Christ who is telling us this moment that if we ask him anything, he says he will do it. What do you want to ask him? What do you need in this life? What has been your challenge? He is telling you that you should ask him. Have you asked him? So you have asked or you haven't. If you haven't, it means that you should go to him and you ask. And he says, I will do it. Hallelujah. Jesus is in your midst. He's right there with you. Wherever you are. He says, ask. And I will do it. Job chapter 5 verse 19 tells us that He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, in seven there shall no evil touch you. It could be you have gone through so many trials and temptations. But the Lord is telling you that, yes, he will come first one, second one, third one, the fourth one, fifth, sixth, he shall come. But he says the seventh one will never come to you. This is the Lord that we are serving. He is able to do everything that we wish. He is able to provide everything that we want in our life. In Psalm 9, verse 9, there's something beautiful there. The Lord also will be a refuge for those who are oppressed. A refuge in time of trouble. What has been your trouble? What have you been going through that is making you cry each and every moment? That is making you wet your pillow whenever you go to sleep? He says he's your refuge. He's able to do it. Why don't you run to him? But you are running to other people for help. Jesus is ready for you. He is able. All that you want from him, he will do it for you. Come to him and he will be your help. In Psalm 37 verse 39, The salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the trouble, in the time of trouble. So in your trouble, go to him and he will be your strength. The Lord is able to do everything for you. He is able to do it more than abundance. More than what you will even comprehend. Dear friend, this is what the Lord has for you. 
everything that you need, he will provide. He is able. He is able. I know he is able to provide. Trust him and your life will never be the same. And you have joy in your life. May the Lord be with you. May he protect you. May you always rely on him because he is able to do it. Shall we pray? Dear Father in heaven, you have told us that you are able to do everything for us. We are going to rely on you always. Continue to bless us. Continue to do all that we ask you. Continue to provide all our needs. Be with your children. Be with your child who is asking you that, Lord, come because you are able and do it for me. Bless us and be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you.